He's worthy. Come on. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless you. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Magnify the Lord with me. Come on. He, he says, oh, magnify the Lord with me who has pleasure in the prosperity of his service. Now, come on now. Come on now. Just begin to magnify his name. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. We're going in. Going in. Going in. Going in. Oh, we bless you. We bless you. Hallelujah. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on, less of us, more of you. None of us, all of you. Come on now, just begin to magnify the Lord. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. We bless your name. We bless your name, we bless your name. Hallelujah, Lord, we bless you. We bless your name. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Come on, just begin to magnify the Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, the Bible says this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice, come on, and be glad in it. Come on now, magnify his name this morning. Come on now, he Hallelujah, come on, come on, magnify the Lord this morning with me. Magnify the Lord with me, come on. Come on, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, he's worthy, come on. Hallelujah, Lord, we, he's worthy, he's worthy. Hallelujah, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Ah, glory. Come on now. You have your Bibles, you have your coffee, your tea, your smoothie. Whatever it is that you drink in the morning to, to get you started. Amen. Come on now. Hallelujah, we bless you, we bless you. We bless your name, we bless your name. Good morning, Missy. Thank you for looking out. Come on. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless you. We bless your name. We bless your name. Come on. We bless your name. 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 Hallelujah. Come on now. This is the day. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Victorious Yolanda. Come on now. Woo, glory. Come on now. Ah, glory. Come on, come on, come on. He's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Come on. Just lift your hands and magnify him. Come on. Can we give God... 60 seconds of praise come on he's worthy of your praise he's worthy of your praise he's worthy of your praise 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, magnify him. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. 45 seconds. Hallelujah. Come on, magnify him with me. Hallelujah. Come on, magnify the Lord with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. Come on. Hey, glory. Come on. Hey, glory. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless you. Come on, come on. 30 seconds. Come on, come on. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, kid base. Come on, lift your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We magnify your name. Come on. We magnify your name. We magnify. We, we magnify. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Oh, glory, come on now, come on. Mm -mm -mm. Come on, ooh, glory, come on, come on. I felt that this morning. Come on, come on. Woo, glory, it's shot, terabah. Woo, glory, it's shot, Oh, glory, 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 come on, come on, come on. Listen, I want to welcome everybody to the early morning our power with me. This is a special Saturday morning that I'm doing. Listen, uh, the Bible says, enter into his gates. Check this out. With thanksgiving into his what? Courts with praise. I'm going to say it again. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving into his courts with praise. Now, listen, here's the key. High glory. Here's the, here's the key to what the Lord wants to do in your life. If he can get you, high glory, to just give him a praise, no matter what's going on. Come on, he says, enter into his gates with, with thanksgiving. Listen, he didn't say that you're not going through anything. He didn't say that circumstances and situations are not happening around you. But, it, but if he can just get you started, with some praise coming out of your mouth. You'll go from the gate, which is the outward, it's the outer part of his presence. And then he'll get you, listen, he wants to get you, listen, into his courts. Oh, come on now. The court of the Lord, our glory, is the place where Elohim, El Elyon, the most high God, he's Shotara, he's the one, He that's where he begin, He can make a judgment on your behalf. Oh, come on now. Woo, glory. Ah, glory, see, I got to say that again. The reason why we want to just begin to praise him so that way we can get inside his court is because, listen, 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 if you can get into the court of the Lord, then he can pronounce, listen, he can override any other judgment that's been spoken against you. Oh, I wish I had somebody today. Woo, glory. Come on now. 
Hey, Shay, Ted, about listen, listen, like I told you, I want to welcome to the early morning hour of power this special Saturday morning with me, Pastor and Prophet Michael Bryant of Restored Ministries International, where our purpose, our ministry, and our mission is to restore, renew, and refresh you, the sons of God, with the word of God. Now, what you hear this morning is not going to be my opinion, but it's going to be the word. Because the Bible says, and we might as well go there. Go to John chapter 1, because here's where we're going to start today. So we can get on. I, I Remember, I told, I wanted to show you about the rain. I wanted to show you where the Lord is going to make the enemy give you back seven times. And then after he makes the devil give you back seven times, he's going to give you double for the shame on top of that. Oh, come on now. Oh, I wish I had somebody with me today. Come on, come on. Hey, glory. Come on. Now, listen, come on. Come on. Let's go here. John chapter one. I want you to see this in the word. So come on, grab your Bible. Amen. That's right, brother Scott. That's right, sister. So, uh, that's right, daughter Angela. Now, listen. <laughs> In this time and season of your life, listen, your praise is going to be your weapon against the enemy. Come on. Come on. Okay, come on now. We're going to John chapter one. Because what we have to understand that that the kingdom of God, which means God's way of doing things, God's kingdom is built on seed time and harvest time. Now, it's, now, now this is what you got to understand. Seed time and harvest time. Amen. That means God uses a seed and he expects to reap a harvest from it. Listen, let, let me show you how powerful a seed from God is. He says, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can you can command the mountain to be plucked up and cast into the sea and it shall obey you. Oh, come on now. See, I wish I had somebody. So look, John chapter one. Come on, let's go here. Because remember, I told you that this is your season of favor. So we're going to start right here at John chapter one this morning. Just to give it some good context and pretext. OK, John chapter one. Look at verse one. In the beginning was the word. Okay, here we go. In the beginning was the word. Okay, I'm going to say it again. In the beginning, before there was a beginning, when God decided to create something called time, he began with the word. So in the beginning was the word. Now in my Bible, this word, word is capitalized. If the word, word is capitalized in your Bible, can you type amen? Come on, say with me. I am a participatory pastor prophet. Come on now. So you must work with me that I'm not doing this for you. The Bible says you work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. Come on. If the word, word in John chapter one, verse one is capitalized, type amen. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Paris. I want Twitter. Thank you. Thank you, Instagram. Come on. Thank you, Victorious Yolanda. He says, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. Now, check it out. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay, so now, you cannot separate God from His Word because it says that the Word was with Him, and the Word was Him. Okay, so everything that God is, so is the word. Okay, see, 
Woo, glory. See, so I saw, okay, I'm, I'm going to mess with some folks today because you have to get an understanding. He says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. But with all your getting, get understanding. Some to our glory. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6 says, my people are destroyed, not because of a lack of faith. Okay, listen, listen. Get off, huh? get off the pedestal of faith. Everybody has been given a measure of faith, but everybody is not using the wisdom and understanding of God. That's why we're destroyed. He didn't say the sinner because the sinner is already walking in their own destruction. He says, my sons and daughters, whom I, I should have a great relationship, if I could get them to just get the wisdom of God, which is the what to do, it's his word. And, and if I can get them to stay in the wisdom long enough to to get understanding, that's the how to do it. Come on now. So in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Now, in order for this to be applicable to where we're going today, you must understand that the word in your John chapter 1 verse 1 is a person. So let's make sure that this word is a person. So it's capitalized because now listen, for those of you who don't know my history, not only am I a man of God of the word or teaching of the word, I'm also a teacher in the public school system. So when God gave me my purpose back in 2009, after 18 years of ministry, after 18 years of training, after 18 years of being the man's right hand and doing all these things, then he says, now I'm going to give you your purpose. Your purpose is a teacher. So listen, everything, once you find your purpose in God, everything about you should be that thing. The Bible says to everything, there is a season and a time to every what? Purpose. So when God told me that my purpose was a teacher because I was tired of listening to men and women of God open up the Bible, read one verse of scripture, and then close it up and then preach for 45 more minutes, hoop and holler and sing, sweat and jump around, but the people are leaving out the same way because they had no understanding. The Lord said, What are you going to do about it? Oh, come on now. I lived in Alabama for two years. Okay. He said, what you going to do about it? Teacher. I said, teacher. Really? He said, everything about you is getting ready to teach. So not only did he give me understanding of how to teach in the word of God, line upon line, precept upon precept, because any teacher should be able to show you from the Old Testament all the way through the New Testament, Genesis through Revelations. These are not chapters. These are not different conversations. God began to speak in the beginning and he and he kept on speaking until Revelations, but he's still, of course, he, that's another teaching for today. So he said, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. So a teacher my purpose is a teacher. So when I teach, I must give you understanding. Anybody who says that they are a pastor, teacher, apostle, evangelist, or prophet, if they're not giving you understanding, they need to take away the title. Any five-fold part of the ministry should give you understanding. He said wisdom is the principal thing. It's the first thing. But with all your getting, get understanding. So he said, I'm going to show you how to give my sons and daughters uh, understanding, okay? So 
Let's get an understanding. So this word word is a noun in the English language. So, but because it's not starting at the beginning of the sentence, it must be a proper person, place, or thing. So let's see if it's a person, place, or thing. Look at verse, verse number two. The same was in the beginning with God. Now, verse three, okay, here's the proof. All things were made by him. Now, him is a pronoun. So a pronoun must reiterate or restate a noun that was already talked about. And the only noun that had a capital letter and before it was the word word. God, we know God is Elohim. We know he's God, but we must find out who this word is, okay? Because all things were made by him, Okay, and, and without him, a person was not anything made that was made. So let's get some more understanding. Go down to verse 12. Are you staying with me now? Come on, if you're understanding what I'm saying, just type amen. No, type teach. Someone type teach. Come on, make me teach this morning. Like I said, we ain't going to be rushed this morning. Okay, so come on, type teach. If you're understanding what I'm saying, type teach. T-E-A-C-H. Come on now. Come on now. Verse number 12. John chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him. There's that pronoun again. That pronoun is restating the, 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 the word word. It's talking about the word word. But to as many as received the word, to them gave him the what? Power. Now, what you got to understand, well, why this is so important, our glory, that this word, our glory, he shot to the bottom. glory. That this word power is a Greek word, dunamis, that means, listen, his ability. So when you get the word, because the word was with God and the word is God, you get the ability of God because you can't separate God from his word. Oh, come on. Are you getting this this morning? Oh, I wish I had somebody with me this morning. Woo, glory. Come on now. It's his ability. The word power is the word dunamis, where we get our English word dynamite from, which means his ability. All right. Come on now. Woo, glory. Come on, we going in. Listen, the devil, once you get understanding, get this this morning. This is why I'm taking my time. The, once you get understanding in the word, the devil can no longer hinder you in that area as long as you keep walking in the understanding. Woo, glory. Verse 12. But, but to as many as received him, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. Now, listen, I know I have a lot of ladies on, on online right now. Listen, ladies, when the word says sons, it has nothing to do with gender. It has everything to do with covenant birthright relationship. When God created, he said in the beginning was the word. Okay, but in Genesis chapter one, he's, he says, let us create what? Mankind in our image and after our likeness. So listen, huh, glory. So when he's talking about sons, he's talking about the direct offspring from him, the word and the Holy Ghost, because they were all in the meeting. He said, let us make man. Then God Elohim created what they agreed about. Oh, come on, somebody. Woo! Even God, before he does anything, gets in agreement with himself. Okay, oh, come on now. Oh, see, we going in right now. See, see, you're going to get this today. The devil will not be able to take this away from you. Okay. 
So he gave them the power to become the sons of the word. Now listen, and, and now listen, Sister Angela, I want you to remind me that before I get off this broadcast, I must show everyone that God didn't call you servants. He calls you sons. Okay. Servants are, is the slave mentality of Egypt that God has delivered you from with the feast of the Lord. When he says, our glory, I am come down to deliver you. He said, you no longer slaves. Okay. Come on, somebody. Now, listen, I know what you've been trained Come on now. I know that you what you've been trained in the church building. Okay, but the building's not the church. You are the church. Oh, come on now. Ah, oh, see. Woo! See, ah, oh, glory. See, we're gonna mess with some folks today. Listen, he didn't create us as slave servants, he created us as sons. This is why when Jesus came down, he didn't come down as a servant. He came down as the son of God. And after he paid the price, after he fulfilled his purpose, now he has created us. He has connected us as joint heirs or joint heirs, joint sons in Christ. Oh, come on, somebody. See somebody. Woo! Oh, man. See, brother. Brother Eric, you messing with the word. I wasn't even going here. Ah, sure. Woo, glory, his shout. But listen, he said he gave them the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on who? His name. So now we understand that the word is not only a part of God, a person of God, but it is the name of the second person of God. Oh, see, we go. Ooh, Eric, you messing with the word. I know this is you. So listen, but let's bring it home so that way you can understand that the word is a person. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh. Oh, see. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Who? The word's glory as the only begotten of the who? Father. He didn't say God. See, God, see, the devil has been trying to keep us looking at Elohim, the God, our father, as some omniscient, all-powerful universe being. And yes, he is God, but his first number one relationship with us is father. Oh, my goodness. See, someone needs this this morning. See, you've been trying to go to God not as a covenant birthright relative offspring. You've been trying to go unto him like some universal, supernatural alien being like, oh, come on, like you got a bag. No, if I'm a son, I know what I have a right to because daddy taught me. Oh, see. So did we get the understanding so far? Good. Now let's get on with this. Now, ha, glory, ha, shot. Woo, that's right. So now here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now I told you. Now, we just came out of the Feast of Passover, which is God's first feast at the beginning of his calendar year or his calendar season. But it also reconnects us with Father Elohim and El Shaddai because they personally come down to deliver us out of any areas of lack, debt, 
poverty or insufficiency. They always deliver us out of Egypt. Egypt was the land of not enough, okay? So, these are what they are called set times or appointed times, amen? So, they're called Moadines, Moads or Moadines, appointed time, meeting and place, which is a divine appointment. So, I had to say all that just so that way we can stay right here. So going to Joel chapter 2, verse 23, and Psalms 102. And then we're also going to end up in Proverbs chapter 6 and Isaiah 61. These are the scriptures that, that we're going to be going to. Amen. Let me just... Let me just do it like this really quick. By verse chapter 6, Isaiah 61. Just so that way you'll know where we're going. If you're getting something in, if you're getting something this morning, someone type amen. Come on now. Woo, glory. Good morning, Sister Michelle. Good morning. Okay, here we go. Let's go to Pro, let's let's go to Psalms chapter 102 first. Because this is a set time of favor, and you'll have seasons of harvest and increase. <clears throat> now remember, I'm gonna show you that listen, everything that you've been going through. Now listen, the Lord has saw everything that you've been going through. Not only in this past what they call COVID season, uh, glory, but oh, la last year, the year before, three years, five years, 10 years ago, the enemy has been trying to keep you distracted and overwhelmed so you won't be able to, to see where you're going and you won't be able to understand and realize that it's manifestation time in your life, okay? So Psalms 102, come on. If you're ready, someone someone type teach. Come on now. Teach. Okay, here we go. Psalms 102. I have to first prove that it's a time of favor in your life. He says, But you, O Lord, shall endure for shall endure forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations with an S, more than one. So this means that that this just didn't stop in the Old Testament. Oh, come on now. Come on now. This just didn't stop in the Old Testament. The feast of the Lord. Our glory. You, listen, okay. Let me go ahead and 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 destroy a lie in the church. The the well no, let me let me say it like this. Lies from behind the pulpit from the tabernacle building, okay? We've been taught. That just because the word says that we're saved by grace, okay, that we no longer have to do anything that Genesis chapter 1 through Malachi 3, 7 says. Because those that believe all of the word or those who preach and they want to get your tithe and offering, then they're going to start at Malachi 3, 8 and say, will a man rob God, okay? But listen, how glory, as a prophet, I listen, I have no connection to members or anything other than that. I'm not here to get members. I'm not here to get all that. As a prophet, I, my job is to tell you and give you understanding of the truth. The Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So 
when the word says that we're saved by grace, okay, first of all, you have to know what grace is. Grace, yes, it is unworked for favor, okay, unmerited. That's what they try to use. But that's not only what it means. The, the, the word grace is always connected to, it's always the power twin of purpose. You need the grace of God to fulfill his purpose. Mm. Our glory, his shot, see? Woo, glory, see? So it's his supernatural presence, influence on your life to fulfill his purpose. So listen, when you, listen, 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 because when he created you in Genesis chapter one, he gave you all of the grace, the power to be able to fulfill your purpose. That's why in second Peter, he says that we've been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. So that also means that you don't have to sin. Sin is a choice. Oh, see, I'm, ooh, Eric, this is your fault, but that's, that's okay, son. We going in this morning. If you, if you understand what I'm saying so far, someone shout amen. So favor, you need the favor of God. Listen, to get people to help you fulfill the purpose. So the favor is for those who you will encounter on your path of purpose. Okay? You you always hear in the in, in the Bible, if I found favor in your sight, when they're talking to kings and great men, okay? The favor. The favor is God's divine influence and presence to listen to connect you to the people on the earth to help you get your purpose fulfilled. Okay? So now, this is why the Bible says in Luke, give and it shall be given. Listen, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall what? Men do what? Give unto your bosom. Because they're giving into your path of purpose. They're here. They might not strike a hammer. They might not put a put a roof on anything, but they'll give you financial resources or, or resources that will help you on your path of purpose. Are you getting something this morning? Stay with me. So he says, how glory. Woo, glory. Mm-mm-mm. See, I wasn't even going there. Okay, so now, so now. He says, three times in the year shall all mankind come into my presence and don't come empty handed. Feast of Passover, Feast of Pentecost. See, it wasn't even called Pentecost in the beginning. It was called the Feast of Weeks because his, his kingdom is built on seed time and harvest. And part of the seed time on the path to harvest is Feast of Weeks or Passover. It's also called the Feast of Harvest or the... the um. Feast of first fruits, because as soon as, okay, see someone messing with it. So the feast of Passover is the big, well, nope, let's just stay on task. Stay in Psalms 102, verse 13, because when I show you Joel, it's going to make sense. Uh, Psalms 102, now look at verse 13. You shall arise, listen, and have mercy on who? Zion. Zion represents the body of Christ. Okay. 
for the time to what? Favor. <laughs> for the time to get her the help they need to fulfill the purpose. Yea, the set time, set time, the Moad, the Moadim, the divine appointment, the appointment that God set up, not us. The set time is come. Now, I told you I was, a, I am a teacher in the public school system also. So when you look at this phrase, is come, is is a state of being verb, and is represents the present tense. So this is a set time in your present that is come that God has decided to favor you so you can be connected to your harvest and increase. That's why it's a set, it's a set time of favor and it's also your seasons of harvest and increase because I'm getting ready to show you where God is getting ready to bring you back everything that was stolen with interest. Oh, come on, somebody. So let's take a let's take a look at this word arise. This word arise is a Hebrew word that means to come on the scene. Okay? Mercy is a Hebrew word that means love and compassion. So you shall come on the scene to show us compassion, Zion, your offspring, for your your declared time to connect us to your favor and the people to help us is come. Does this make sense to you? If this is making sense, someone type yes. Woo, glory. Come on. Good morning, daughter, daughter Marcia. Come on now. That's right, Sister Angela. I'm going to show you God is the best accountant there is because when the devil steals something from you and listen, before you were born, you already had inheritance stolen because of what Adam did in the garden or what he didn't do. He didn't keep the keys of the kingdom. We were detached from our supernatural heaven sent inheritance from God. So we had to go through salvation. We had to go through a blood cleansing so that way we could be reconnected to our, our supernatural heavenly biological daddy, Elohim. Okay. So salvation reconnects us with Elohim. Okay. And, and I'm going to show you that it also, God had to use salvation as a, as a legal right, a legal means to adopt us back into his family. Oh, see, somebody about to get messed up. Woo, somebody dealing with family issues. Uh, glory, listen, because your earthly father or your earthly mother wasn't what they should have been, God says, I am your daddy. I am, listen, I am everything that you need to be. Her glory. I am your father. So your inheritance, your increase, your purpose is in me. Her glory. It, it, if they all leave you, I'm still here and it's greater than the whole world against you. I don't know who I'm talking about, talking to. But listen, he says, your set time of favor is come. Now, let's go to Joel, chapter two. 
goodness. Are you getting something? Ah, there we go. There we go. So now I told you that we are in our season. Listen, we are on the, let me see. Let me just look at the calendar right here. So that way I can make sure that I'm saying things correctly. Because we are in our set time. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. We're in the sixth day counting to Pentecost, okay? We are in our sixth day counting up to the feast called the Feast of Weeks or the Feast of Pentecost. It wasn't called the Feast of Pentecost until Acts chapter 2 because Pente in the, in the Greek means 50. And, and the Pentecost was seven weeks, which is 49 days, plus one day, which makes 50, from the ending of the Feast of Passover. The Feast of Passover ended at sundown on April 4th, okay? See, oh my goodness. See, someone's messing with the message. This must be for Sister Yolanda. So Sister Yolanda, and you know I'm just messing with you, but listen, Sister Yolanda, let me go ahead and just share this with everyone. Go to Exodus chapter 12 really quick so that way you can get all the clarity and understanding. I want you to have clarity and understanding. Okay. Go to Exodus chapter 12 really quick. It's going to make sense. Trust me. We got, let me see. We got 25 minutes. Okay. I told you I was going to give you a whole hour. Exodus chapter 12. Look at what it says. Look at verse one. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. The Listen, he spoke to the prophet and the priest, Aaron. Okay. You have to understand. The prophet, okay? Abraham is God's first prophet. He's the beginning of the fivefold in the earth. Listen, the Bible says, I would do, I listen, I would do nothing in the earth unless I first tell my prophet. So he had to start with a prophet. Abraham becomes the prophet of glory and the seed and the root of the covenant blessing. Now, Moses, it makes, and he, listen, he tells his friend Abraham, your, your offspring, your, your, your heritage people are going to be in bondage for 400 years. But, but don't worry. I promise you, because you did what I told you to do, I'm going to bring them out of bondage. I'm going to deliver them. And he uses his next prophet, the one who spoke to him face to face. Come on now. Who asked him, teach me your ways. Moses. But he also has to establish the priesthood. Why? Because Paul said we are kings and priests. So everywhere in the Old Testament is a seed and promise of what shall come and be fulfilled in the New Testament. Oh, I wish I had somebody with me. Is this making sense to you? I'm trying to give you understanding. So you'll know that you know that you know why you just have more money than month. You are the in divine health. You're healed from sicknesses and diseases. You got promotions. You're no longer an employee, but you're an employer. Oh, come on. You got to get understanding why everybody is going through hell and high water. You got peace and joy. Why? Not because there ain't nothing going on around you. Not because COVID ain't on the outside of your door, but because you have a covenant birthright relationship with daddy Elohim. 
Oh, I see. I didn't mean to go. I didn't mean to shout like that yet. Woo! But I get so excited when I give people understanding who they are. So he says, now, verse two, look at it. Look at it in the word. He says this month. Now, he's not looking at January through December. January through December wasn't even created yet. So he's talking about his calendar. If you don't get on the timetable of God, you'll miss every blessing, every outpouring, every empowerment, every all glory, every supernatural impartation, because you're not where he is in the place where he has prepared for you. He says this month, now, according to the Gregorian calendar, our calendar, it's in between the months of March and April. But he says this month, which is the month of Abib, that's the first month in the Hebrew calendar. It says it shall be the beginning of months. Now, write this down. I want you to underline this in your Bible, highlight it on your iPad or, or on your Galaxy or on your iPhone. It says this month shall be unto you the beginning of months. Now, it was no coincidence that we started out with John chapter one. In the beginning was the word. So the Lord spoke unto Moses, says this is your beginning of timekeeping. Oh, see? Woo, glory. And it shall be the first month of the year to you. Now, I don't care if your employer, everybody else in the world is on January through December. You shouldn't be. Okay? You need to know where daddy is at all times. Now, let's, 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 let's make this more simple and plain. Okay. Okay, so so let's 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 let this make sense. Okay, now remember, he's taking them out of the land of not enough, and he's going to bring them into their wealthy place. Okay, now remember, whenever God says something, He always gives us understanding. So He says, "I want you to I want you to have the children to grab a sheep, put it in the house. It has to be one." one years old without spot or blemish. Okay. Everybody understand that, right? And he says, you, when you kill it to sacrifice it and you, and you, and you put it up under fire or you barbecue it. Okay. Lamest terms, you barbecue it on your, on your fire place. Okay. The place of fire. Okay. I want you to save the blood. Now, when you go back into your home, you put the blood on the side post and on the upper door post. And when I come to pronounce judgment, let's go to verse 11. Thus you shall eat the, eat the sacrifice with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand. You shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Now listen, he didn't say the, the Passover of the Jews. He said it's the Lord's. It has nothing to do with Jews. Anybody who is an offspring of God, listen, you must understand his timetable. He didn't say Easter. He didn't say getting eggs and colored things. Yes, praise God for the res resurrection of the son. But Jesus never pointed to himself. He always pointed to the father. And if you pay attention, 
how glory to your tradition, to your religious traditions. Jesus says, because of your tradition, you make the word of none effect. Because you're not in the place where I designated at the time and, 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 and at the feeding that I prepared. Come on now. It's the Lord's, not the Jews. Okay. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will kill the firstborn in the land. Why? Because and against all the gods of Egypt and I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Why? Why? Is, why did he say to put the blood there? Because this will be the promised seed of Jesus shedding his blood on the cross. If there was no if there was no Passover sacrifice, Jesus could not have sacrificed himself. Listen, how glory. He could not sacrifice himself on the cross because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians that Jesus is our Passover lamb. Oh, come on now. Woo! And here's the problem with, all, with being just a New Testament believer. You're missing out on all the promises. Instead of having a full overflowing cup, you half empty. Whoa, glory. Okay. And the blood shall be for you a token upon your houses. Now, why did he say houses? Multiple. Why? Why didn't say the people? Why? Because he's giving you an indicator of what's going on. He says in Ezekiel, he says that the blessing should remain on your house. Oh my God. Because the physical house now represents the our body, which becomes the temple of the Holy Ghost. Paul said, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh, come on, somebody. God said, when Jesus died on the cross, God, listen, when the when the when the veil ripped inside the temple the holy spirit came from inside of the ark because remember the ark of the covenant is where the pieces of the of the 10 commandments and the holy spirit was housed so when the so when jesus the son of god our glory my brother my joint heir with christ sacrificed himself and he shed the blood and the blood hit the ground. Now it reactivated us as seeds and sons of God. Oh, I wish I had somebody with me. Now listen, and he said, and the blood shall be a token for you. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. Now, listen, let me show you these three areas real quick. Woo, are you getting something this morning? I promise. This is the last scripture. Then we're going to Joel, and then we're going to uh, Isaiah. So I can show you your, your account. It's, it's going to be multiplied with interest. Exodus 23. Come on, Exodus 23. Like I said, I'm not just showing, I'm not just preaching something out of my head. I'm showing you in the word. I'm reading you what the word says. Exodus 23. Look at verse 14. 
Three times in the year shall you keep a feast unto me, not the Jews. Shall you keep a feast unto me, the Lord, her glory, in the year. Okay. Three in the Bible represents obedience. Obedience represents acts of worship. This is why in order to be fully obedient at this time, you must bring an offering to the Lord. He says, come into my presence and don't come empty hand. Oh, come on now. So you don't believe me. Here we go. And you shall keep the feast of unleavened bread, which is the feast of Passover. And you shall eat unleavened bread seven days. Unleavened means without yeast. Okay. When he told them to hurry up and get prepared to leave Egypt. Listen. Okay. They did it with their shoes on, their staff in their hand and everything ready to get out of the land quickly, okay? So they didn't make bread with yeast. He used leaven or yeast to represent sin. And seven days before, they would have to clean their house out of all things that represent or that have yeast in it because yeast represented sin. So he said, get the leaven out of your house. This is why, this is why Paul said, if the... If there's a little bit of leaven, it leaveneth the whole lump. It affects the whole thing. But if the first part be holy, then the whole lump is holy. So when you start with the Feast of Passover, you come into his presence, you sow a seed. Listen, listen. And because we're in this time of the last of the seven days from the Feast of Passover, if you haven't given into the Feast of the Lord, today you better get it right. Because he says, if the first part is holy, if you start with the Feast of Passover, then the rest of your season going to be holy. It's going to be favored. It's going to be grace. Look, 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 look. Let me just show you. You shall keep the Feast of Unleavened Bread seven days as I commanded you. Command is not a request. In the month of Abib, for in it you came out of Egypt, or you came out of your land of not enough, and none shall appear before me empty. In the feast of harvest, the first fruit of your labors, which is the feast of Pentecost that we're counting down into right now. Which was, okay, so the feast of Pentecost. So 50 days, Passover represents the time where they would begin planting their, their crops for the whole year, okay? They're still living off last year's crops, but Passover represents the beginning of seed sowing. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Ecclesiastes, to everything there is a season and a time, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which has been planted. See, is, see, see, the key to your prosperity, wealth, and health has been in front of your face all the time, but the devil had us going around in circles because of tradition, religious traditions that had nothing to do with Easter has nothing to do with God. That's a pagan holiday that God has seen his children mess up. Listen, his timetable in his church body. That's why Easter always, listen, comes after Passover. See, that means you are a week behind God's timing. Oh, see. Mm -hmm. Ah. 
the feast of harvest, the first fruit of your labor, which was sown in the field, and the feast of ingatherings, which is also called the feast of tabernacles, when, which is at the end of the year, which is in between October, uh, September and October, when you have gathered in all your labors out of the field, three times in the year shall all mankind appear before the Lord. Okay? So now, did you get that much? Okay? Do you understand? Do you get it? Now, listen, I want you to understand this is something. <clears throat> See, if you're getting something this morning, someone type amen. Come on. Let me know that you're still with me. If you're getting something. See, I already hear it right now. Someone's saying, but that's, but that's. That's the law. No, it's not the law. First of all, when you read a when you read the word law in the Old Testament, it's not something. Okay, the Ten Commandments is the law. Okay, it was the Ten Command. That's why it's called a commandment. Okay, command. Good morning, Sister Kristen. Good morning. That's why it's called a commandment. Okay, when Jesus died on the cross, because a lot of New Testament believers say that we no longer have to do the feast because we're saved by grace or because Jesus died on the cross and, and, and that we don't have to do that anymore. No. When Paul said that that we're no longer, listen, chained to the law. Okay, there were man-made, listen, that there were man-made instructions that were added by by Constantine, uh, King James, all these people were that church that 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 time when the church was in power and doing things that went against the word. Amen. So when you understand, okay, that. Even though Jesus died on the cross, we still have to obey every word that's in this Bible. Okay? So, I know I told you just, listen, we're, I'm still going to show you. But look, go to Deuteronomy chapter 16. Just so that way, just so that way I can make this simple and plain. Deuteronomy chapter 16. So that way you understand that this is come on, come on. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter Well, you know what? We are we are gonna go back to it, okay? Ah no, 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 no. Go, go to Leviticus 23, just so that way I can show you where it says. He says to do this forever, okay? So that way you'll understand that even when Jesus returns, 
he's going to continue with the feast. Okay. All right. Okay. Leviticus chapter 23. Speaking to the children of Israel concerning the feast of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, holy celebrations. Even these are my feasts. Look at verse four. These are the feast of the Lord, even holy convocations, which you shall proclaim when? In their seasons. And let's just get down here. Uh, da, 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 da. Hold on here. Because I want this to be very very plain to you. Okay. Exodus, Exodus chapter 12. Because I want you to see where it says to do this forever. And then we're going to Joel. I'm going to show you God's accounting system. Amen. I've got 10 more minutes. Amen. I'm going to show you God's accounting system. But write this down. Exodus chapter 12. Look at verse 17. And you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For in the same self day, I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you shall observe this day in your generations by an ordinance forever. Okay. You shall keep the feast forever. Okay. Forever. Okay. Joel. Now, why is this so key? All right. Here we go. Get ready. Joel chapter 2, verse 23. We're going in. Be glad, you children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God, for he hath dealt with you wondrously and given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain when? In the first month. Okay. Why is this rain so important? He says, I have given you the former rain. This this phrase, former rain, uh, means beginning rains. Okay. So these are the rains because they lived in the desert. They had to believe God for God to send the beginning rains so they could, so the rain would moisten the ground. So it would soften up enough for, for them to be able to break it up so they could plant the seed. This is why Haggai says, says, break up the fallow ground. So now, 
That's the beginning rain. This is at the beginning, which is at the Feast of Passover. But then he says, I'm going I'm to give you the former rain and the latter rain. Now, the word latter rains are ending harvest rains, okay? The, the, the latter rains happen at the time around the Feast of Tabernacle, which is at the end of the year, which these latter rains help bring the harvest to full maturity so they can gather it in. Does this make sense to you? So you've got the beginning rains and you've got the ending rains. But pay attention. He says, but I will cause to come down for you the beginning rains and the harvest ending rains at the same time in the first month. <laughs> Are you getting this? So he's going to give you the beginning and the end at the beginning. Now, remember, okay, write this down. Uh, Isaiah says, declaring the end from the beginning. God is called the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end at the same time. Oh, see, come on now. He's the beginning and the ending at the same time. Okay. In the beginning, in the Alpha was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay. Now, listen. He's giving you a double. He's giving you everything at the beginning that you'll need. And your floor shall be full of wheat. Your vats, big, big barrels that hold wine and oil. The wine in the Bible represents the spirit of God. The oil represents the anointing of God. Your, your vats shall overflow with wine and oil. Now, verse 25, and I will restore unto you all the years that the locust, canker worm, caterpillar, and palmer worm, which I sent among you, and you shall what? Eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God. And none of you shall be ashamed. So now he says, I'm going to give you the beginning rains and the ending rains at the same time. So you, you're starting with a double portion, everything that you need at the beginning. Now, remember, I told you I was going to show you where God, listen, makes the enemy, glory, return unto you sevenfold, okay? So right there, Proverbs chapter 6. Come on, stay right here with me. Proverbs chapter 6. If you're getting something this morning, come on. We're almost done. Come on now. You know that when the preacher says that, it takes at least five more times. No, I'm no, I'm no, I'm kidding. Verse 30 and 31. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 30 and 31. It says, Men do not despise a thief when he steals when he's hungry. Amen. But if he be found, the thief shall restore how much? Sevenfold. Seven in the Bible represents completion and maturity. So everything that would have made you complete, everything that would have brought you to maturity, if it had never been hindered, the God says, I'm going to make the devil give you that. And he's not finished there. And he shall restore sevenfold, and he shall give all the substance of his house. 
because when you catch the thief, the devil, he makes the devil give back seven times what he stole. And he also makes him give up to you. This is why you got to get wisdom and understanding. When you get the understanding that when you catch the devil, where he's been stealing from you, not only can he not come back that way, but everything that you catch him with, when you catch him, not only your stuff, he has to, listen, he has to unpack his whole house and give it unto you. Oh, come on, see? Come on now. And if he be found, he shall restore. That means put it back to where it would have been before he stole from you and give you seven times more on top plus everything that you caught him with. Okay? <clears throat> so that's what that's what God makes the devil give you. Okay? Now let's take it a little bit deeper. Let's go to Isaiah 61. Come on. Because remember, I told you that God says he that uh he's gonna give you double on top of that. Come on. Now, this verse of scripture is so familiar because we read it in in our church gatherings and our Bible studies all the all the time. And, and we reference this. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim what liberty to the captives, your land of not enough and the opening of the prisons to the captives, to them that who are bound to proclaim the what acceptable, what year of the Lord, not the year of the Jews and the day of vengeance of our God. Remember, he said, I'm executing judgment on Egypt to comfort them all that, that mourn. Okay. Now let me show you your hell glory. To appoint unto them that morning Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, our glory, that they might be called the trees of righteousness. Listen, the planting of the Lord. See, see time and harvest that he might be glorified. Now, listen, listen, go to verse six. Come on, we got to bring this home. But you shall be named the priest of the Lord. Oh, see, come on now. This is why Aaron had to be at the meeting with Moses. So you could receive your seed of priesthood. Oh, come on. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. It's shot to the bottom. Listen, you shall be named the priest of the Lord. Men shall call you the what? Ministers of our God, the representatives of heaven. You shall what? Eat the riches of who? The Gentiles. Because the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. And in their glory shall you boast yourselves. Now, verse 7. Come on now. Come on now. We're going in. We're ending right here. For your shame. Here we go. You shall have double. But listen. When God does it, it's not just one double. You shall have double. And for your confusion, where you didn't understand, where you didn't have clarity, where you didn't see the light to be able to understand, I'm a son and not a servant, our glory. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double everlasting 
joy shall be unto them. Now, why did he say joy? Why didn't he say money? Why didn't he say this? Why? Because he told Nehemiah, the other prophet, here's what you prophesied. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. No joy, no power, no dunamis, no ability to become. So you got to get the joy. See? Woo! So you get a double-double on top of the seven times and everything that you catch the devil with when you caught him this morning. Somebody needs to shout for joy right now. Because everything that you just caught the devil with, he has to give back sevenfold. Come on now. Come on now. Woo, are you getting this? Woo, glory. Come on, come on. Seven times plus everything that you just caught him with. This is why with all you're getting, he says, get understanding. He doesn't even say get faith first. He says wisdom is the principal thing, the first thing, the word of God. The, the wisdom represents the word of God. Oh, come on now. Woo, come on now. We got to stop right there. Did you get something this morning? Come on, did you get it? He says you're going to get sevenfold from the enemy, plus everything that you're catching with, plus God is going to give you double for all the shame and when you get when he when he brings you to your land of promise, you're gonna get double everlasting joy because it'll be so much. You'll need double the power, double the strength to be able to maintain all the wealth. Come on. Listen, thank you for listen, lift up your hands. Someone say, Father, your word says, with all my getting, get understanding. Father, I thank you for your release of understanding, your release of showing me that I'm no longer a servant, but I am a son of God. A son has a right to everything that daddy has. So father, right now, I've received my inheritance. Father, I've got my foot on the devil's neck. Make him give me my seven times and everything I just caught him with. And father, you promised me double for the shame and double everlasting joy. I lift my hands to receive. Now, Father, you said that when I come into your presence, don't come empty handed. Father, right now, you said while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not stop. Father, tell me what to sow right now into the anointing of this word so I can reap my harvest in Jesus name. Now, listen, I want to thank you for joining in. If you got something today, type amen. But listen, he says, don't come empty handed. If you got something from the word today, then sow a seed into the anointing of the word that you heard. You can you can go to the website, www.RestoredMinistriesInt.org. You can sow there. Just click our donate button. You can use your Zelle, okay, and use our email, Restored. M-I-N-I-N-T-L at Gmail and sow a seed directly from your account into our account. Or if you want to sow into the prophet, the Bible says when you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you shall receive a prophet's reward. So you can use my cash app at Prophet Bryant. But listen, if you got something today, sow into it. Now, when you sow into it, sow into what you believe 
God to do in your life in this season. And he's going to double, double that. Okay. Oh my God. He says, I'm able to do exceeding and abundantly above all you can ask or think. So once again, I want to thank you for joining in. Don't miss the hour of power with me and Pastor Tanya tomorrow, 730 Mountain Standard Time. But listen, be blessed. It's your season. You're covered by the blood, the blood that was shed on Calvary, the blood that cleanses you, the blood, listen, that repairs your generational family line to cleanse it all the way back to Adam. I prophesy it. I declare it and, and activate your season of harvest, your season of favor and increase in Jesus' mighty name. Be blessed.